Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. April 9th. 2021, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Friday. Hope you're having a great start to your morning. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Was, I felt like it was a little hectic this morning, but we made it. So what? There we had some traffic issues getting to the studio. Uh, that's why generally you leave a little bit earlier, just in case something comes up, you can still make it on time that's uh something people are generally taught when they're like 12 or 13 years old that trevor really never yeah never fit he he would leave later right right yeah right uh so there's a little traffic snafu and roush and i get here pretty close to the same time usually me maybe like a minute or two before him did my text reach you in 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 time or did you just go the normal way and it's cleared up i had actually Made enough time to stop at the first exit and grab a sausage biscuit. Oh, nice. But to get back on I-65, the quick way back, it actually shot me past the first exit, so I couldn't get off there. So I had to do a little dipsy-do, turn around, then get back off the first exit and come on up. Uh, but, uh, you know, there was still enough time, though. But, yeah. Okay. It was a good sausage. sausage so you, you biscuit didn't too. you didn't get caught up in the in the accident no, or no. whatever. Well, happened. yeah, I just bypassed and went around and all that good stuff. But yeah, getting uh wait. Having, so did you drive past the semi or did you not drive past the semi? I did not. I just okay. I just went because so like the way that I I had to make the I either could have waited to see if they were just gonna I don't know what happened. There was a semi. There's this underpass. They paved that road or they fill the potholes in that road thirty times a year, so but they refused to pave it. Yeah. It's a disaster. It's exit two in southern Indiana, and then you take a right. What is it? Eastern? What's Eastern Boulevard. Yeah, Eastern yeah. Boulevard. Yeah. And you go under this little, un- this overpass. Uh, I guess it's train tracks above you. And it's just, it's horrible. And it's always terrible. And now, twice this week, there's been some sort of uh, issue because there's been cops and whatnot. The, uh, the first time it was on like Wednesday, it was just a car was pulled over, no big deal. I don't know what the deal was today. There was like seven cop cars. There was a semi. It was right under the underpass. I don't know if he got stuck or who. I have no idea what happened. Did you all ever watch Live PD? Yes. That uh, bridge was in Live PD. A kid one night was rolling a J and ran into a back of a cop under that bridge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Really. I feel like if Dead I would have seen that episode, I would have really. Dead uh, serious. Yeah, it was, it was right under that bridge. Just ran right into him. Yeah, they don't do live PD anymore, do they? They don't. Yeah, that was um, a byproduct of uh, of a few things that you know. Well, like everybody said that it was super racist. Oh, is that? I thought it was just like cops shows got canceled. Well, no, no, no. They, they used the they excuse can- for COVID. They they got canceled. Well, they were in hot water, and there actually was some interesting like writings on it. It, it like the the novelty of a cop show. At that point, are you making law entertainment? Like, hey, it's going to be a slow night unless we start arresting some people. And they and they did this. I I have no idea what the article is or anything like that. But they kind of 
started tracking people and it turned out that like they were just doing like random check-ins on people with like minor drug offenses and stuff like that and then it turned out that oh they had a warrant or oh they were you know they were still smoking pot or something like that they just found that it was like they were on slow nights they were going out of their way to get people Mm, in trouble and they're like maybe that's not a good thing to do and it's true that they shouldn't do it uh from a race standpoint I, I don't know. The article touched on it and basically was like, Did they say maybe, the same about not. cops? Just regular cops? What do you mean? Like the show Cops. Or oh, yeah. This? It started, like, they, they said that this all kind of started from Cops. Like, Cops was the first one to do it. And even on Cops, mm. it was like, oh, slow night. We need something. We need a chase. We need just, like, banging on a door. We need something. And that is a little problematic. But, yeah, they, the Jeffersonville one was, like, their hot spot. They were the – eventually – Every police department would get in some hot water. Basically, people in the town would be like, stop doing this, please. And uh, Jeffersonville, they never backed down. They, they were in it till the bitter end. So they said that it was COVID for why they were stopping shooting. Yeah, that's why they shut it down. So, I mean, I to be honest with you, I fully expect it to come back eventually. Because they're still doing like the they're doing like the live rescue, I want to say. Or live, yeah, I think it's live rescue they're still doing. So... Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be interested to see if it comes back or not. The like the the red zone equi- yeah. was just red zone of cops. It, yes. it, it was, it was pretty awesome. fascinating just from a television standpoint. Campus PD is the show they need to bring back. I say it probably three times a year. It was the one where Cincinnati was big. Cincinnati was big. Yeah, they 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 would go to Indiana University in Pennsylvania. That was another one of their hot spots. Washington State and Pullman was a hot spot. They then spring break episodes. Those were just the best. And the reason Campus PD I thought was really good is because it was all just like lighthearted. Like I mean, you'd get an occasional DUI, which is not lighthearted, but it'd be like busting up parties and yeah. stuff like that. There was this redhead cop in Cincinnati that would just be like the party breaker upper and the college kids newer. And it was just, it was amazing TV. If you can find any episodes of campus PD anywhere, that's the good stuff. And then they do spring break edition where they'd be in like Cancun and they'd follow like a Mexican police station. Oh, and oh boy, just like the back, the backdoor dealings, just like (laughs) a a cop being like, you're in like broken English being like, you're too drunk. You wait till we get the car. And then just like this drunk American being like, no, no, and, and like slowly, like inch away, and then the uh, the police would be like, "No, please stop moving." And then eventually, the guy just would just take, take off, off, and the Mexican cop would be like, "Oh, well, we tried. That <laughs> happens from time." And they always would have to like ration out to the camera, like what went on. So it'd be like, "Yeah, sometimes the drunk people just decide to take off," and it's like, "Oh, you don't, you don't say." Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what they decide to do. Oh, it was a great show. Man. So, but long story short, hope whatever happened under the underpass well, overpass that it was okay and the, the, everybody's safe. You didn't mention the best cop show though. Oh, what was that? Reno nine one one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Based on a you true didn't like st- Reno nine one one. Based on a true story. Who we got breaking real. news? Yeah, we do have breaking news. Do you want to you you Justin, you, you announce it? Why don't this sounds like your kind of news? Yeah, Let's Justin, announce the breaking news. Yeah. And you, Justin, with your breaking news Go. from from last night? No, 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 no right Whoa, now. What happened last night? Oh, something bad happened thought, last night. Yeah, something yeah bad this will be a quick segue. Night. We can turn to Hoosier Dingus and make fun of him. Uh, the royal family has announced that Prince Philip has passed away at ninety nine. Breaking news: Queen is single. Yep, probably not ready to mingle. You never know. Prince Philip, rest in peace. He did not look good. He made it to 99, so good for him. 99's awesome. Yeah. Wouldn't uh, that know. piss you off, though? Like, I couldn't get to 100. Well, you'd really. be dead. True. 
So I guess they're going to have a big, is everybody going to be as like excited about the Royal funeral? Ooh. I bet they do the horse drawn carriage thing though. When the queen passes away, people are, that's going to be like, yeah, people, people are, yeah. yeah. Cause it's been a long time, but like, do people even really care about Prince Philip? It's a good question. Uh, I'm not Justin care to comment. Yeah. Justin, do people care about Prince Philip? No. Okay. All right. Well, Justin said so. So it's just it must be true. Life goes on. Well, that's uh, you know, I don't know what the protocol is. I don't either. Do do we have? But that's white smoke br- coming out of the fireplace. That's the breaking news. Yes, that's the breaking news. Who, who's like next? Today? Next, like once the if the queen were to kick the bucket. Oh, uh, Chuck, right? Don't Prince, know Prince Charles. I'm pretty sure it's Prince Charles who is uh, Princess Di's ex that nobody likes. People really hate that guy. And then after Charles, him, Prince of Wales. Yeah, and then after him, it's uh, I think Harry, the bald one. Whatever. The, no, William's the bald one. I just I'm gonna need more royal family drama. So oh, can, oh, is that really Charles, drama or is that part of life? Charles, Prince of Wales. He's not young. No, yeah, he's got like very bushy eyebrows. Old man. So then the next one is the younger. Yeah. Right. Right. So okay. Interesting. All right, all right. That's royal family talk. What's this breaking news last night? Something went oh, down. This is breaking Something news happened? last night. Who's your dingus? Michael. Oh, Woodson. real quick. He was born in 1921, so it is 2190. Oh. So if you don't do the math on the on the tombstone, people will just assume that they were hundred. He was hundred. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there we go. go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Who's your dingus? You, sir. It was wishful thinking. You got yeah. your Dane Fife. You got your Trace Jackson Davis. Got You're not going to get your Armand Franklin. Not getting Armand. Mm. No. Wow. Is Virginia a better basketball program than Indiana? Absolutely. Are you kidding? Was that even a question? Was that Absolutely. The, that was the breaking news that we were bringing yes. up? Yes. Oh, I, did you all not play poker together? No, no. we did not. Because oh. Justin, Justin might have tied one on. Uh, much way more. early in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Justin asked me to golf today at one o'clock. Justin, I work, buddy. That's what I. I that's what I said I in the text. I said, do you, I said, do you work? Or, already, do you work today, or can you golf? I was working until like six yesterday, as if that sounds bad. But when you start your morning at seven a.m., it ain't fun. And then the wife's got a stomach bug, so sleeping on the couch. Oh. I had a volleyball game last night, not start till ten ten thirty. Yeah, it was nine forty-five, and usually they're better on time. But first game of this new session and whatnot. Uh, we moved down a league and just kicked butt. It was great. Glorious. You all in a C league? Uh, we are in the bottom tier The now. D? Well, Baxter Jacks has a C. C is like normal. and a C. They don't call it a D. But C yeah, plus? We're the, yeah, it's stupid. That's really dumb. We're in the D. Yeah, yeah. The, that's where teams are really just bad. Well, it, it's where I, I you still get good players there, but it's almost every team will have somebody that maybe like has never played before. Yeah, or something and they like just that. like hit it and it just goes sideways. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this team had, uh, and she tried her best, but they had a girl that clearly was not like. I mean, we we kind of felt bad when it go to her because she just wasn't advanced enough volleyball wise to be able to hit it back over the net. Uh, but you know, felt good to win at at, at whose cost? That girl's cost. Yeah. <laughs> Get better. How'd uh, poker go? Eh, it's there's been better nights. Didn't get many cards, uh, but I, I, I battled. Way, way it goes, I right? battled back. Sometimes they. Uh, I at least had a, a fighting shot, but back to Hoosier Dingus. Uh, Justin, did you cry yourself to sleep last night? Uh, no. 
Are you sure? Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm fine, really. That's oh, a guy, really? That's you're, a, you're really fine. Yeah. yeah okay. That, that's the only miss so far. We're, that's, we're still okay. That's the guy I wish uh, I wish Kentucky would have looked at him. Louisville thought they may Shoot. get him, so that's kind of funny. That uh, they Louisville, I, I told my stepbrother yesterday, Virginia was the only team that had a shot. Why is that? I mean, you're not going to leave Indiana to go to Louisville. That's a lateral move. Nah, I, I mean, I don't. I get what you're saying. Like Virginia, Virginia that, that clearly lo- that is logic, a step up. That logic checks out. But if he, what if he just there was something about Mac that he liked? What if something no, caught his interest? Ch- what the, what is there about Mac to like? Super six getting hammered. <laughs> Mojitos. Fair I don't enough. know if Armand Franklin likes to throw him back or not. Yeah, no. If he would have if he would have announced he was going to Louisville, I I probably would have felt a little bit of a sting. Well, I, well, I did feel a little bit of a sting. I would have felt a lot of bit of a sting. I think Justin has talked me into his take. Well said, Justin. Thank you. And it seems like he'll be a perfect fit for Virginia because yes. he's not like the most athletic. He is a hell dude. of a defender. Yeah. He was by far. Well, now I don't want to say by far, but he was likely our best defender last year. I, I wish. I, I still think Kentucky could have. We'll see. If I guess if you can get Carr, that that's he's better than Franklin. If you can get Zagorowski, different positions or kind of do different things. But I would take him. But outside of those two guys, I, I think Kentucky could have potentially. Nab that guy, and y'all would have loved to have Armand. We could have done an Armand Keon swap, and then mm. another another day, and the Keon Brooks just not really hearing anything. It feels like the more you don't hear, the more the rumors. I mean, it goes back to his mysterious injury, where people were just like, "Is there something wrong with him? Academic eligibility? Like the the lack of anything? Speculation grows. People are worried about Brooks's eligibility." No, back whenever he was hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's more and more like, oh, man, is this Indiana thing going to happen? That's bothersome. I yeah, like I think it. I said it yesterday, but IU fans don't think, like, will it happen? Will it not happen? It's like, when will it happen? Yeah. Like, is it After looking at the weekend? message boards, yeah, absolutely. And it's all friends of friends talking this, talking that. So we, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with Keon Brooks, but – Marcus Carr, the, some of the stuff, and maybe maybe this happens with Brooks. I, I sure as heck hope that it doesn't. Is some of these guys will have to go through some NBA processes, and so like Marcus Carr's thing is, I'm not coming back to Minnesota, but I still may come back to college basketball, or I may go pro. Kentucky may have to wait for him to go do some NBA workouts, get some feedback, and it could be a long time until Kentucky gets a commitment. Same could nest, same could apply for Keon Brooks, where he's like, "Hey, I don't know why everybody's freaking out. I'm all I'm doing is just testing the waters." And then he tests the waters, and then in late May says, "Oh, NBA is not for me." Which this is a side tangent, but I just mm-hmm. need some help with it. Justin okay. made a good point earlier today, so wow. maybe he'll help. He'll help clear this up for me. What do we make of? I think we know what we make of it, but what do we make of like the fact that Kentucky's highest draft pick is the only one who's considering coming back, and there's mock drafts where Terrence Clark's not even listed, and he couldn't. He just, he, I mean, Couldn't he, get he, out of here. He, fast, he opted out of the season to get to to not being in mock drafts. 
that that's people around Terrence Clark think that's the best thing for him. I, I, I just, not that I do know what the best things for him, but boy, the optics from afar certainly don't seem to add up. BJ Boston may may sneak into the first round, but it was a no-brainer that he's leaving. A dude that was that brought it probably 30% of the games that he played in, and it's just because he's not strong enough. He just doesn't really he he wasn't ready for the college game, so naturally let's bypass it and go straight to the big leagues. I, what do we make of the fact that Isaiah Jackson, who I think, and we've heard this before, and folks, it doesn't mean anything, so I'm not saying this to like pull your chain. I think that they want to, I think Isaiah Jackson and his family want to come back to college, but you just can't pass up being a lottery pick. Like, you just can't do it. If injuries happen or something bad happens, you're just going to be kicking yourself, you're talking about generations are going to be kicking themselves for a choice that you made. But, like I've told you all here on KRC, supposedly 20 is like the, the, the cutoff. If he's 20 or above, he's definitely going to go. If he's 20 or back, then there's actually probably a good chance he may actually return. Mock drafts are starting to put him in the lottery. Uh, I still think the majority have him outside the top 20, but some of the most trusted and reputable ones have him inside the top 20. Once that dude starts measuring and working out, he's going to be right near a lottery yeah, I think pick. I'll promise you that. Yeah, think 16th in ESPNs yesterday. So he'll go. I'm not I'm not trying. You know, it's fun to – As he should. We, yeah, we've had fun with it, and we'll probably still have fun with it from time to time. But he'll, he'll go pro. And I just don't – it's just sometimes head-scratching to me that it's like the one kid who probably should go is taking his time – Weighing the options, I really think I could benefit from another year coming back and what kind of draft pick could I be then versus two other dudes. One, Terrence Clark was hurt. Now, when he could have come back, that's for anybody's guess, I suppose. But he was hurt for a while, and that was unfortunate because I would have loved to see what he could have done, what this team could have done if he doesn't get hurt in mid-December. And then B.J. Boston, he did a lot of really nice things at times. Like, I get the appeal and what he could be as a future player, but why would you not want to prove it at one level before you go to the next level? Uh, something I'll never understand, but any help would be much appreciated. I think the reason why that's the case is Boston and Clark spent a lot of time being those top five superstar guys growing up. Isaiah Jackson, not the same. That's well said. So, yeah, that's a good point. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think Jackson, it was one of those where, hell, we didn't expect much until we started hearing from his camp over the summer, not even his camp, but oh, this Isaiah Jackson guy is pretty damn good. And that's a good point. That we were thinking he was obviously bouncier and more athletic than a Nick Richards, but in terms of a development, like hey, this guy's going to take a little bit of time. Maybe a Willie Cauley sign, where it's like freshman year could be nice. We'll see. And this stuff matters so much more in basketball because the the hype machine around those top five, ten, fifteen kids at the top of class is just insane. So those guys, they've, they've been in the hype machine, uh, they've bought into it, and this was the plan all along. They're not deviating from it. But in Jackson's case, you know, it's kind of gravy where he's at right now. So I, I think that I'd take my time as well if I was in similar shoes. That's, that's a good point. I, I don't get why Boston and Clark couldn't have, you know, done that even if it was just fake. Just I guess on the other hand, though, it, you got to appreciate the honesty that, like, hey, we're done. We're, we don't want to do college so anymore. They have, this is it. So I can see both sides of it. But it is just like Jackson, considering it, other guys who aren't nearly ranked as high in mock drafts. Jackson, oh, yeah, we're definitely gone. No chance. So, yeah, Clark and BJ both said that they're gone. Correct. And, okay. and, and Jackson said, like, hey, I'm testing the waters. But he was pretty – he was like, I may come back. You know, this isn't – this. I'm not – I am I may – I'll have to look at things. Boston Clark basically said they're good. What uh, what was Boston ranked? 
coming out of high school. Fifth? I think fifth or was, sixth. No, so they were both top Four, five. Because Clark was one. Was Clark first? Seven. No. Four through six in some yeah. order. Gotcha. Just depending on service. Yeah, okay, so have, yeah, that... Maybe that, Clark was a little bit, you know... Is it higher? Lower? Lower? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that leads me to believe that... I mean, they've been told their whole lives that how good they are at basketball and if they just keep it up they're going to get to the NBA and they're going to be good players so that makes me think that they're probably riding on potential and what they've been told in the past um do I think it's a good move no I said after the season was over they both should come back um especially with Clark having that injury come back prove yourself same thing with Boston come back have the year that people know you can have and then really get drafted in the first round or even the lottery because like you said TJ they're not in the first round I, I, they're, they're not in the first round. What, what, I, what are we doing? That's what I do if I were them, but I'm not them, and I don't know their situation. So I, I get that that stuff. But like Clark could dominate next year. I yeah. mean, if nothing else, from a defensive standpoint. And People Michael Kidd Gilchrist he was, was uh, reclassified too. Michael Kidd Gilchrist was drafted second with having virtually no offensive game. His offensive game was dunking, mm-hmm. and he was drafted second. You're telling me Terrence Clark can't? I do similar things to Michael Kidd Gilchrist if he can stay healthy and put in the work and do all that stuff. I, I think he I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. And then BJ Boston had games where he was just draining threes. At a minimum, you know what? If physicality is never going to be your thing, and it probably won't be for BJ Boston, then just become an elite shooter. And if you're knocking down shots at the college level and they see that that frame, that size, they're going to absolutely draft you super high. But it didn't work out this year, and now your stock has, has suffered. I don't, I don't know, you know, all this stuff is not news. I just, I don't know what brought my attention to it. I was just thinking about the mock drafts were just hot and heavy yesterday. I don't oh, know if you saw a lot of them. It yeah. was just like every update, and I was, and I was checking out a lot of them, just kind of checking out where the UK guys were, and it was just crossed my mind. It was like Jackson for sure, lottery or for sure first rounder, no doubt about that. Does he get in the lottery? Is he top twenty? You know, he's gonna end up. He, teams are gonna love him. I had my U of L friend who was, we were just kind of looking at mock drafts too, and he was like, imagine taking that Wagner guy from Michigan over Isaiah Jackson. <laughs> like, how, like how dumb would you have to be to be like, all right, we're, for the future of our NBA franchise, we're going with, uh, do we want this freak athlete Isaiah Jackson who's only been playing basketball for however long and used to be a guard and now he's big and it's all kind of figuring out? Or – this stretch four that does the same thing that every stretch four in the NBA does. Knock shots. Did you see? I, I, I agree with that. Did you see, uh, speaking of little fans, all the, the Cardinals in the mock draft? <laughs> what? No? Crickets. Crickets. No, I, I noticed that there weren't many. Yeah, David Johnson. Remember when he was? Yeah, but the thing is, like, we don't. So here's actually a little. I don't know if it's true or not, but supposedly Johnson's going to leave, and Carly Jones is actually maybe going to come back. And if U of O gets Carly Jones back, Who is that, David? that won't be a bad roster. They'll have him. They'll have that little Marshall transfer, the West guy. Is it Marshall or whatever? Well, yeah, was. he was from Marshall. Yeah, they'll have him. So they'll have Carly Jones, this little Marshall transfer. They'll have uh, L. Ellis, the JUCO guy, who he had a great JUCO career. Then they they are set on having no lock transfer there from Florida, and it kind of looks like there's a chance that they could. All right, then they'll have Samuel Williamson, and then JJ Trainer, Jalen Withers, Dre Davis, Malik Williams. Their front court would still be eh, 
but it would really be a team whose style would not fit Chris Mack style. That would be a, a long team where you could have people that could score really one through five out on the three-point line, but that's not how Mack's going to want to play. Mack's going to want to slow things down. It's really not a good makeup. But the scuttlebutt is David Johnson was going to come back for one more year. Remember his games as a freshman against Duke and mm-hmm. all the good things that he did? Right. He was going to come back one more year, show that he could work on a shot, and then boom, he'd be a lottery pick or he'd be a first-rounder for sure, and that was true. He His shot was much better this year, Roush. Draft stock didn't improve. Not at he all. He didn't like the way like him and – Carly Jones were used with one another. AKA Carly Jones got had the ball in his hands more. Yeah. So yeah. like David Johnson, I feel like I, I those two will not be back together, I don't think. Ooh, so David Johnson transfer portal to Kentucky? You know what's funny is like the what, phones. what he wants to do fits in a lot more than what a Calipari <laughs> guard wants it to really do does. than what Mac's guards want to do. And like Carly Jones hey, is the perfect Mac guard. He won a Rep Arena, Sweet Sixteen. I wouldn't be like one of those idiot Louisville fans who's like, we ain't going to take I him. can't wait to say no to him. Yeah, no. <laughs> like I would I would be very happy if Kentucky just beat the snot out of Louisville again with David Johnson as their Bobcats point guard. I mean, that's very evident. You all have talked about taking an Indiana guy and a Louisville guy yeah, in the first 28 minutes of Do the show. Do not care at all. Oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> we've we've gotten beat by one of our former players. Marvin Stone had like 25 points. R.I.P. In yeah, for Louisville in a victory over Kentucky, and he started his career at Kentucky. So I don't, I mean, and that was even before transfers were all over the place. Was so there's something funny about the RIP. No, it's not, I didn't. I didn't laugh. Oh, you did laugh. I paused. Oh no, you laughed. Anybody could go back. I think, uh, I, think I heard a chuckle. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely laugh. Well, but there's I'm like a no debate. Like sliding laugh. in an RIP in there. I just. I, it was kind of a funny spot to slide in. What do you mean? It was like we mentioned Marvin Stone, RIP, and then Roush has found it absolutely hysterical. I, I, I didn't know how to react. Why are you? Like, you don't need to bring up that he's dead. What? Yeah, RIP. Yeah, you know, RIP. No, you don't need to. Rest in peace. I did. We did it. Damn it, it. happened. Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you son of a. I like that you're like no, I didn't laugh, and then you and then you went in defense mode. Oh my gosh! Did you see? Oh, we've got a. Oh, I think we can uh, play next, the audio next, clip. Next break. Did you, yeah, did you see what happened with this Alabama uh, guy trying to make a Senate run? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's great. Oh, okay. We'll tell you after the we'll break. We'll do that. Uh, but we we just need to mention, too, uh, Super 6. Man, hardly knew ye. Yeah, not not so much. How, how many? Sheesh. Josh Nickelberry out yep. now. Nickelberry's so. gone. He's so transferring. Two gone. If David Johnson's gone, then they're down to Fantastic Four to Three Musketeers. <laughs> All right, one other thing. I, I, I meant to mention this as well. Rivals had an article on like the most intriguing transfers, and Devin Askew made the list. First school mentioned, Louisville. <laughs> like The article was like, hey, Louisville's in a good spot here. What, what do we even do if he picks Louisville? Celebrate? Uh, you have all, well, no. No, I, I wouldn't want him going to Louisville. You'd be, be right, though. You. Well, but then just people would be like, ha, see, he did, but we didn't say no. No, like they'd, they'd, oh, a, they'd be in a pretzel. Oh, man. Yeah. And me not caring, I just have fun <laughs> with it. Let's go to a break. We got to tell you, we'll, we'll talk some nonsense. And we got football recruiting, so we'll be going. It's a Friday. We'll have sports, we'll have this, we'll have that. You're going to want to stick around for it, that's for sure. KRC here on Big X Sports Radio.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. No, everybody's out to get me. I'm Trevor. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your weekend, whatever time it starts today. No better feeling than punching out for the last time on a weekend. Isn't that right, Roush? Well, a, week wor- a work week. Right, yeah. Getting your weekend started. Everybody's Although sometimes you have to work weekends. Yeah. Next two. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Is that just the price you got to pay to get off the derby? Well, derby spring, spring practice, They we're, we'll sure. still talk with Mark Stoops. And then uh, next Saturday, I'll be going to Keontae Goodwin's decision. Hey. Yeah. Sure you wouldn't be going to that if you didn't expect some good news. Oh, supposedly... Tennessee's making one last push at the Wade Twins. Stay oh. away, Tennessee. Well, they're going to have to push him from Lexington. You keep your McDonald's bags in Knoxville. Apparently, All right. Apparently, they're coming. They're, they're hanging out in Lexington this weekend. Whoa. Yeah. Just, you know, something to think about. Short drive. Mm-hmm. Lexington. Oh, could they go to Keeneland? Oh, get them. Yeah, to they're Keenan. going to Keeneland. Good night. Yeah. yeah. See, you. <laughs> see, see you later. That it won't be your normal Keeneland. I had a buddy Actually, go last you, weekend. And it they, looks pretty normal. Well, it. I thought it did not look pretty normal, but I was told that it was still a really good time. So that's good. Like it just looks like, hey, it's not completely packed. Yeah, but that's you know? kind of like the normal Keeneland, you know. Some people, maybe, maybe people That's, will like it better. I like it better that way. And I normally go like in older age. I've been going like on weekdays at random times. What? Because, what? well, like, I'd have to go to Lexington for something, so I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go hang out at Keeneland for a few races, and it's not as crazy. It's not like a, a beautiful Saturday where there's just elbow room nowhere. You're just going, by, nice. your, going by yourself to Keeneland? Yeah, I've done that. Hmm. You ever done that before? No. It's pretty great. No, never gone to Keeneland or Churchill by myself. Gone to a sports book by myself, so I guess it's pretty similar. Although I'm not watching the games there. I'm just making my bets and getting Last night, I did the thing where I was talking to my friends, and we were just like, man, Derby's going to be so awesome. And it was just like repeating the same. Man, walking in the infield, oh, betting, just so much money on horses. Oh, man, like it was just, it was so dumb. It it was kind of like the Paul McCartney, Chris Farley. Hey, remember that time you did that? That was neat. Like We were basically doing that, just talking about how much fun we're going to have Derby weekend. I cannot wait. It's it's good to have something to look forward to. Oh man, woo! Yeah, you all will. Uh, you all will have a blast there Can't in the infield. We need this kind. Of, we need this weather just to chill, not literally, and then just wait. Have this in three weeks. This yes. has been perfect. This stretch of I think weather. It's gonna rain tomorrow though, so don't know if you're gonna get in the golf tomorrow. Not the plan on Sunday. Okay, that's that's the that's the plan. Uh, tomorrow night, going to the racing Louisville game. Yeah, that'll their be first, exciting. Their first ever game. Which is pretty exciting. Those kits? They were amazing. <laughs> Those are awesome. I can't believe more people weren't talking about them. They basically were wearing like Hawaiian shirts for jerseys. It's <laughs> so cool. And then, like you couldn't have anything better. Oh, and then their man. white ones are a little bit like more classic, but those are still smooth as all get out. But the they're cool as hell. The, the ones with the lilies are like the greatest soccer jerseys I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so awesome. They're amazing. They look really, really good. And even like with like you know how you have sponsorships all over jerseys, they did a good job of making sure those blended in well. So hoping I, the rain I holds off the, for that. The hats look pretty badass too. They have like, hats. They have hats where it's just the kind of garb. All Where'd over you see it. that? Very cool. Oh, I'll, I'll show it to you. They got tons of. I, cool I need. Merch. I need some. I need some gear to wear. 
Uh, I hope I hope people will will go to. I, I know that there's not a huge soccer audience that listens to KRC, and I would guess maybe there's even a lesser women's soccer audience that listens to KRC. But I hope if you're in Louisville, you'll check them out at a minimum. Getting outside to Lynn Family Stadium is just fun in its own right. You get a view of downtown. Uh, beautiful weather. Oh gosh! Yeah, that, that is awesome. <laughs> you don't think I'm not wearing that? Oh, you're. Yeah. Yeah, you're. You're getting one of those. Is that the uh, lily the one or the white one? The, it's lily, the one. lily one. I like that white one they got. They have a white one too. Yeah. With, it not. It doesn't have lilies on it. Keep looking, Nick. It's pretty awesome looking. Oh man. I would like the fortalies. The white fortalies all over the place. You know, like the lily. It and it, it like it. It makes sense too. And they didn't try too hard. I remember when one time Louisville City, yeah, Louisville City, that crest that they like abandoned, they came out and they like every detail. They're like, this line is for the the, the four the, rivers. <laughs> this is for uh, that one that time street. the deer that jumped uh, into the Ohio <laughs> River. Mean, we haven't seen it ever since. Everything had a rationale. This one does too, but it just makes more sense. Not as over the top. Yeah. Got little bees on it, and float like uh, a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yeah, all around good, oh, clean, yeah. fun. So that'll be a good time if anybody's out there Saturday night. Give me a holler, and I, I can definitely not hope, meet up with you. I hope <laughs> that they don't do all of their games at night, but I think they will. Right? Won't no, they? they'll have some. They'll have like some Sunday afternoon games, I'm sure, and whatnot. Yeah, need the day games because I think kickoff is Duke boys bedtime. So. Hey, they, the game's on WDRB, though, right? So no. I, I think so. So I'll, I'll be watching from home then. Uh, yeah, so but that, enjoy Lynn Family Stadium. That place is awesome. Oh, yeah. This will only be my second time watching a sporting event there. I've been, uh, you know, we did the tour, and well, I mm-hmm. guess it wasn't finished when we did the tour. But I've been a couple times just around the stadium and in it when nothing's going on. Only one game, though, and that was even in limited capacity, which was how it'll be on have Saturday. They, have they increased it at all? I don't – I think it's just what it was – Previously, gotcha. It's still in Kentucky, right? And yeah, no, we're we're still at the same capacity. Outdoors, positivity percentage below three. That place should be doesn't have to be full, but it should be seventy five percent enough where you can have like a seat between strangers. But that's it. They've said three feet now. Yeah. So we're we're down to three feet. That'd be pretty Any, awesome. Anyways, all right, I got to tell you about it's this. Supposed to be anywho. No, 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 no. My friends make fun of me. Why? My friends make <laughs> fun of me anytime saying. I say anywho. No, anywho. Uh, Keep it alive. Somebody said I say in reality too much. No, no, it's not. No. Anywho is your thing. Just. It's it's part of TJ Walker, the sports talker's brand. We've got to keep anywho alive. Anywho. No, you got to grow as a as a journalist in this radio platform. So I need to leave the anywho's behind. So you can win one of those journalism awards. That's what I've been trying to. Uh, by the way, I have won a journalism award, Society of Professional Young Journalists, back in 2009. You got so. SPG? Oh. Oh, yeah. As a freshman? Uh, no, as a senior. In high school? Oh, yeah. That doesn't count. What do you mean it doesn't count? I got to tour like WDRB and WLKY, and it was so funny. And you I just still got, went into print? I just, I just. You could have been a big TV newsman? I just got in. I just. Uh, I just got pawned off. I didn't want to do it, but it was like, you won this award. You need to let them give you your prize. Mm-hmm. And I, I just got pawned off on just the lowest on the totem pole at all these places. They're like, <laughs> oh, you're going to be showing him around today. He's our big blah, blah, blah winner. And I was just like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't care. Oh, I did go to some print places. I think I went to Leo, and they were like, we're closing. 
swear. I you swear. should probably get out of the business. No, they really. Now. They re- the guy was like, "I'm going to give you a long, hard talk about this. Like we're closing, but we didn't do things the right way. There always will be some print, but this this ain't going away with the internet, or this this ain't coming back stronger with the internet." Which, speaking of which, you see the Courier Journal selling their building. Kind of they're selling the, their building. The whole too? building. I don't think they had been in that building for a year or something. Could be making that up, but I don't think they had been in the building for a year. But now they're finally selling it. Yeah, because they got they did S- stop. They ceased their print make their printing they did, operations. And they've had some goofs, like not oh, having yeah. stuff in time. You know, I think about that, and on the one hand, it is sad. Yeah, it is. On the other hand, though, like ten years ago, you had great writers, and the paper was doing solid. Not you know again. There's cutbacks, but you had good. Re- you had Kyle. You had Jeff Greer. Was Jeff there at that time? I think Jeff Greer was there at that time. Uh, you had Adam Himmelsbach, who's with the Boston Globe now. Who you had another good. Co- you had Crawford, who does. Mm. You know he he's probably my favorite writer in Louisville. You had good writers. Now. I, I I'm not saying they're not good. I just don't know. I can't even name. It's who a the rotating people. door. For I can't. Their yeah, I can't. Beats. I have no idea who even the the beat writers are. Uh, John Hale does a great job with UK. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, like they shuffle Jay, all around. Fr- Frakes and Hale are the ones that I just know have consistently been there. Yeah. Now elsewhere, I still think like they they hired Joe Sanka to do political stuff. Uh, so I do feel like I'm in the loop there. Joe Girth consistently just ticks people off, and I love his takes. He's their hot take guy. Big fan of Joe Girth's hot takes because they're just always going to piss off everybody. So I love it. It's kind of skippish of him, Skip Bayless, but yeah, I still I still love it. Uh, but their their education reporting is pretty solid too. I've learned a lot about how it works because I've just paid closer attention since really the start of the pandemic. Yeah, uh, I I hate seeing it kind of dwindle away, but. But you also just don't get your news by reading a newspaper anymore. You read it by going to the website. That's just kind of the reality of how things work now. You don't get a crossword on the website. Are you a crossword puzzle guy? Absolutely. That's the only reason I read a newspaper. We learn more about this. So you'd be pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. Mm, I'd like to think I would, but I would. Let's be honest, I, I do. But I would, I would get on there and I would freak out. Mm. It'd be like you know that one, that one thing we brought up a while back when the Bears signed Andy Dalton. And it was like Russ Wilson, Andy Dalton. I would be, I'd be the Russ Wilson guessing guy. I don't know what, what any of that means. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. We'll we'll discuss during. Yeah, that. it's all right. Uh, Basically, you're way, saying you're admitting you suck. So another yeah, up, I would suck. Another yes. update: Aaron Rodgers just crushed it again last night. Yeah. Just doing a phenomenal job. <laughs> really, really good. Really, just uh, and it, I mean the fact that you can throw the football that well too. Nick, what? I love how you're always so quick to dispute. Like, what, 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 candy? <laughs> you were playing poker. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't paying any attention. Yeah, you were two sheets to the wind, as they say. Three, All right. Three sheets. <laughs> so Alabama Secretary of State, John Merrill. I wonder what Rocket City Rob thinks about this guy living down in Alabama. So they went to him and uh, said, you know, they, I guess he got accused of having an affair. He said that this woman was stalking and harassing him. And then AL.com played a recorded phone conversation between him and the person who accused or said that he was having an affair with them. And they played this audio clip to his face. And here was just like 20 seconds of this audio clip. So 
The last time that we had sex, that's the last time ever. Well, it was a, it was a pretty good day. And that's the last time ever. It's supposed to be the last time ever. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's just more of that for another minute, just like them talking about their last time uh, having sex. So they played that to his face, and then he instantly went, well, it's clear I had an inappropriate relationship with her. (laughs) (laughs) So she was a stalker. So they caught caught him, and like he instantly was just like, yeah, okay. And uh, supposedly the only reason this girl, like, spilled the beans was because he, like, did call her a stalker and harassing. And she was just like, well, he's lying. And now I just want to prove that he is lying because he's saying these things about me that aren't true. Uh, Then he also got accused of using derogatory language. Uh, This is, I think the the person that that had an affair with him was like, he's a real bad racist and calls African-Americans words that you shouldn't call them. Not the extreme one that you're referring to, but mm-hmm. it's still just you shouldn't say some of the things. And then, of course, he came out. And he was like, "No, of course, I never, I never said that. I never. Oh yeah, we're really gonna be, we're really gonna believe you, buddy." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, don't try. You know, all right, you caught me with the tape. You got, you know what? I was having an affair. My bit, my bad. But on this, you just gotta trust me." And then all of a sudden, well, what for the tape? <laughs> If that was an episode of Parks and Rec, they would have pulled out another tape. Get out the Gotcha Girls. That's the ultimate Gotcha Girls situation. Uh, not a good. Not, he he has said that he's just going to get out of the. He's he's not running for office ever again. That's the Alabama Secretary of State, though. Who? Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll get to some text messages. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, ninety six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kaler. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. With Walker and Roush. Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. Mars, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars or drive them over trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Today is the day, everybody. Stop what you're doing. The spring extravaganza starts today. Don't know what time. I guess when Genesis opens. Probably 10 a.m. Yes. Extravaganza! (laughs) It's all weekend, up to 35% off pretty much everything, Roush. They already have the lowest prices in Louisville, and that's not going to be changing at all. They're beating their own prices is what they're doing. That's insane. It is. That's, that is insane. I can't believe they're doing this. That's a Genesis Diamonds on Shelbyville Road. Everything is on sale. They haven't been able to do something like this for two years because of the pandemic. April 9th, that's today, 10th and 11th. Mind-blowing savings. People will be coming in from all over the country. So if you're living in Louisville, you may as well head on down Shelbyville Road and check them out. Genesis Diamonds. You're not going to want to miss this deal. Hey, maybe uh, 
Maybe old John Merrill will head there. Who? The oh, guy. yeah. <laughs> Alabama Joe, as I call them. Alabama Joe. Absolutely. Hey, TJ, you know it's a thing to get your wife something whenever she's like has a baby? What's that? So you should probably go get her. Go to Genesis Diamonds, get her something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a good point. And baby's not coming for half a year, but at these prices. Deals, yeah. I mean, are you, you going to wait till next spring? Nope. I don't think so, buddy. Can't do that. Better be prepared. <laughs> You're already in hot water if you wait that long. Baby will be six months old at that point. Whoa. Yeah. Is that how time works? Carry the one times about two. Yep, checks out. <laughs> That's it. Let's get to this text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. This might just be me rationalizing, but there should be plenty of transfer QB options that are available over the next few years. Would obviously like to have Wimsett, but it's not the end of the world. He, oh, Gavin Wimsett, man. tweeted out today, y'all ready? Uh, ready for you to go to Piscataway? Saying, I, yeah. I guess. But that's uh, if there is one thing to remember in this crazy times, and if we learn nothing else from Wandell, just best of luck, Gavin. And if it works out someday, you're a wildcat. You can never say never. Well, and and also, if Ohio State and Clemson is going to get a five star quarterback every year, they're not not everyone is going to pan out. They're going to leave transfer elsewhere. And oh hell, some of them might end up going to. I mean, Justin Fields. Was a transfer. I'm not saying Kentucky can get a Justin Fields, but not every five-star quarterback that commits to one of those schools is going to work out. If you have enough success, you can be an attractive spot in the transfer portal. That and I, I think I had mentioned that yesterday or something along these lines yesterday. That that it, it does stink that you're not going to get Gavin Wimsett. There's a little embarrassment factor with him going to Rutgers. If we're going to be honest, but I think Kentucky has played this perfectly. With all that in mind, you missed out on him. What the hell happened? What did he like about Piscataway? What did he like about Rutgers? Who who knows? But you missed out on him. You're doing so well in state. That's fine. I love the pivot of going to Destin Wade and saying, all right, you're our quarterback in this class. We're not yep. taking another one. One, if it makes him happy, that's great. You need to land the Wade twins. Tennessee right. coming on strong. But you need to land them. And then if he works at a quarterback, that's great. Well, you get to see how that works. But it's so low risk now with the transfers because, all right, if mm-hmm. Destin Wade, if you end up moving him back to the secondary on defense where he plays some now, then Roush is right. Is there a, is there a backup at one of these schools that's ready to take over a starting job in the SEC? That'd be pretty enticing. If Kentucky is going to have the pieces around that it looks like they should have around, and, of course, injuries can happen, you can have transfers, uh, you look at the linebacker room at Kentucky, just how quickly things can change, even when you think you got a lot of depth and you're set up well. But Kentucky seems like their offensive line is going to be good for the foreseeable future, Roush. Running backs, they're always going to be able to recruit. And then defensively across the board, I'm sure there'll be some years where one area of the defense is a little thinner than others. If you're having all those pieces, and I hope they get to a point where wide receiver, you can kind of just say, all right, we know we're going to have some productive wide receivers. We're not there where we can say that just yet. But if a quarterback comes in, you're going to get protection. You're not going to get sacked. You're going to have a defense that's going to make life easier for you. You're going to have a running back that you can hand it off to. Yes, it'd be enticing if you said you had some awesome wide receivers. We can't do that yet, but hopefully Josh Ali and Wandale can lay that foundation and it can be kind of a constant thing with Liam Cohen. It's going to be an enticing spot for a transfer QB, so it's all going to work out, Roush. It's going to be okay. Losing it's going to be okay. Losing an in-state dude to Rutgers of all places. How does that happen? <laughs> Crazy. If he does news dump it today, though. It's going to be today. That would stink. Well, well, for who? 
I guess if it's news dumped. Yeah. And people we'll get on the week on Monday, Monday yeah. we'll probably forget to even bring it up. And then there'll be more commitments next week. Kentucky gets the number one kicker? In is America. It, is this just like a one ranking has a number one kicker? Let's just run with it. Well, the thing is that's weird about specialists is there's basically only one website that ranks kickers. That's and what I count not, I went to the website. I checked yeah, it out. It, it looks like a, a website that ranks kickers, too. It does. It's It has the very... Like Old, like, it's like it's like 1999 next gen internet 2.0 kind of field to it um and th- they're the people who put on i think it's that they had the ray guy war they've ray got kicking camps i don't ray guy is he still around but he's got his name on pretty much anything that has anything to do with kicking and he's ranked as a top ranked kicker jackson smith from boyle county booted a 51 yard field goal as an eighth grader do you think ray guy is alive yes or no <sighs> probably not he is alive. 71. Okay. When did he punt? He was born in 1949. He was three-time Super Bowl champion. So he punted in the 60s? He won Super Bowl 11, 15, and 18. He was Pro Bowl all throughout the 70s, pretty much. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And then he won the Golden Toe Award in Pretty sure he's, he's the only having a golden punter in the NFL Hall of Fame. Trevor would know the answer to that trivia question because I don't. I think there's only one kicker in there as well, primary kicker. Oh, what's up, Justin? Uh, that's Trevor confirming. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, Jackson Smith, he's a good kicker. His dad was an All SEC punter. He had the the he initially set the school record back in the late '90s that has now since been broken by Max Duffy. But punting runs deep, kicking runs deep in that family. Uh, he's got a good leg and. Uh, uh, the way things time out, he would be your kicker not next year, but the year after, maybe. But hey, as long as he's good, I, I do get always leery of those punter and kicker rankings, though, because you know, look at Chance Poor, he was pretty highly ranked kicker. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you don't know, but I, I overall, if I could take the last ten years of Kentucky's kicking, I'd take it. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, if you could just like flip it back and have it, you. Lost the game with kicking, but overall. But McGinnis, greatest kicker in school history. And that's so yes, also, I'd like the greatest school in school history every 10 years. Yeah. That'd yeah. be nice. It'd be real good. Who'd say no to that? Not me. Not I. Especially somebody who's in between the years can handle it. Yeah. And this kid, he's a killer. And oh. when I say that he's a killer. Oh, no. He, he's big big time hunter, fisher. Oh. He's got lots of, uh, lots of ducks, fish, whole nine yards. Hopefully he hunts a lot he of also, three uh, pointers. He kicked at the a Krogue. game-winning field goal in the state championship. Now it wasn't uh, as like the time sounded. It was an overtime, you know. But How still, long was it was it? the game winner. I mean, it was overtime, chip shot, twenty-five yards. Oh, yeah. Thought of something cool. Apparently, he had one in regulation that got blocked. Which, oh, yeah, you know. Mm. Yeah. All right, hour two, Kentucky roll call coming up next. We only got into let's count them up. One text message. <laughs> This is Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. No sugar tonight in my coffee. No sugar tonight in my tea. No sugar to stand beside me. No sugar to run with me. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. 
with Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. Roush, tell everybody about Salsaritas. Well, here's the thing, folks. You might develop uh, an addicted you might develop an addiction by going to Salsaritas. It's that good. Wildly addictive chips. The, they got they put some stuff on. I don't even know what the stuff is that they put on it, but it's so so damn good. It's like a little like lime seasoning or something. Yeah, and yeah, it's just so good. It's and you get to use those as a vehicle for a variety of sauces, fresh mm. guacamole, queso. They have everything. Get the nachos, chips on the side. Thank me later. Uh, I prefer their steak because they have fantastic marinated meats at their two locations in St. Matthews off Hubbard's Lane and in Middletown on Shelby Road. If you go to the one in Middletown, too, you don't even have to get out of your car to place an order. They'll just hook you up right there, bada boom, bada bam. Salsaritas, they're the best in the biz. And they treat you they treat you, treat you great there. Just download that app, and you're pretty much going to get some sort of deal every time you go. Whether it's two bucks off your order, maybe some chips and queso, they're going to hook you up. So download that Salsaritas app and visit one of their two locations today. And when you're there, too, round up for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Do that. Yeah. And come on. Do, do some good. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else What what else do we have in the wild world of sports? Did you my, – my DraftKings team, Justin, you were smart to take Roush's because it, it couldn't be much worse yeah, than mine. Yeah, mine was Sheesh. decent. Zalatoris. Great call. That's right. But um, did not foresee Justin Rose just bending over that course. He'll have have the opportunity to run away with this with a good Saturday. Uh, I bet that doesn't happen. I bet the the field will kind of come in on him. But he gets, I think, to tee off in the morning. Morning's always better. I could see him. Really running away with it. Could happen. It was really fun to watch Bryson suck. Oh, he was horrible. And it was, they show, you know, that video of him on the range where he's just murdering golf balls. And then he gets out and he tries to do that on the golf course and he's hit one fairway. What I love about that is he came out earlier this week and he was like, he teased. He said, I got something special in the bag for for Masters. Where was it? What what was special? New driver. Holy moly. I do like, just like Augusta. You're not going to be able to outmuscle it, buddy. All nope. right. So, projected cut right now plus two. I had a lot of guys on my DraftKings team that were around even plus two. Oh, the killer! Did you all see what happened with Abe Answer, Abraham Answer? I did. He found out. Got I mean, t- at like a, eight yeah. o'clock at or nine o'clock at night, that he's been penal given a two-stroke penalty for grazing the sand during a practice swing, and I think he was at even par. So now he's. Basically on the cut line for that graze, if you will. I didn't see the replay of it, so but man, if that do they so, still have the call in number where you can call no, in? No, they don't have the call in number, but I, I guess I don't know. Maybe they do have. The I call mean, because like, how do you? Is there some rules official that's going back and reviewing every swing throughout so like, the day? They said that like if it's not, it's such. If they can confirm it via video, then they have to do the stroke penalty because nobody saw it in real time and called them out on it or anything like that. But I guess they were re- there was a review of it, and their their excuse they tweeted out all the stuff. It was so silly. 
Like, you know, if I'm not, I guess it's what you have to do, but it was Is like it three though? hours. It was like three hours after. Like, you're not you're not watching a basketball game and then two uh, the team wins by one two hours later. Oh, y'all actually lost by one because we missed a foul call. I think there does there there needs to be kind of a statute of limitations. Yeah, maybe like two hours after you sign your card or something like that. I don't know how long it was for him, but uh, that, that was unfortunate for him. Two stroke penalty when you're not even out on the course. <laughs> yeah, you're just eating some dinner probably just hanging out trying to get some sleep oh yeah here add two strokes to your to your game the He's, touching of the sand was deemed visible to the naked eye had this not been the case the video evidence would have been disregarded and a penalty would not have been applied so if you couldn't see it you weren't going to do a penalty oh, oh wow okay thanks that's good <laughs> that is ludicrous that's like how my friends golf if you can't see me cheating that doesn't count hey same thing <laughs> TJ, for what it's worth, well, my wedge. my stepbrother who did the hundred dollar lineup as well, he did like seven or eight lineups, and that one's his worst by far, not even close. Which one's his worst? His hundred dollar one. Oh. But he he did like a dollar, ten dollar ones. But I'm just need a big day today. Yep, Friday's big. It it can it can happen. Yep. Well, let's get back to the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Did you see the guy that had an eagle putt and then putted it into the water? Oh no! Was that like that the, is such a Nick Roush move? Oh, it's hilarious. Was that like the hundred footer? Like it just wouldn't stop. It just well, it ended up going about a hundred feet. Yeah, yeah, right. The thing just went on forever. Uh, it, <laughs> just, it it really wasn't like the longest putt in the world off the jump. He just hit it way too hard, and it uh, goes on and on and on. Seventeen clip, a seventeen second putt clip is just too many seconds for a putting clip. That's how you know that mm-hmm. you hit it poorly. Did we discuss how we would shoot only putting on the Masters on this show, or was that somewhere else? No, I, I, was it the Masters we did that? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you put the ball on the green furthest from the hole, what you would score. Oh, man. It was, would we win the Masters? And we all yeah. were like, like, absolutely we would. We're, not. Didn't, would yeah, not. I don't know. <laughs> we, we still would. No. I don't think so. So if but if you three put they are every, insane. If you three put every hole, which you, I mean that wouldn't happen. But I mean, imagine all the holes. Imagine all the holes you're going to burn it past the green, and you end up in the water or a situation yeah, like that. I then will, you got to take a stroke and chip back up. Good luck getting it stop on the green. I'm a good putter unless it's like four or five feet and concrete. No, no, I'll be fine on these. Although I did watch like holes four, five, and six on the stream because you know whatever and. It was kind of fun. You got different angles of these holes that you don't normally get just in the normal broadcast. And and when we talked to uh, Aaron Flinner, he was just talking about. It. He was like, "One thing you don't know about Augusta, super hilly, very hilly." Like, yeah. and so you're getting these different angles. It is, and some of these greens are just hilarious. I uh, I also, as much as we complained about, like, God, we just gotta watch featured groups till three. Really enjoyed Lee Westwood sucking. Like, man, that guy. God, what do you got against suck- Lee Westwood? He's British. Very, very xenophobic when it comes to my golf liking. So that's probably problematic to say. Suck it, British golfers. That includes you, Justin Rose. What about Hideki Matsuyama? No, he's good. Not British. I've always really liked him. I want him to to get a Masters. I don't know if he's ever gotten a major in in these. I don't think he has, but he's had a lot of top five finishes. Man, Patrick Reed too. That he's good at Augusta. That sob. You like Irish people? Shane Lowry all right for you? Yeah, I like Shane Lowry a lot. Which Man, country got do you think has belly. the second most like registered golfers? Ireland. I, I I saw this stat the other day and it was interesting. America obviously number one. Yeah, I would I would 
just guess Ireland and then say uh, Spain, Australia. I I, I bet no. Number South two, Africa. which I think has doubled up. Number three, Japan. Japan, mm. man, wouldn't have thought it. A lot of Kims and Woos. Yeah, but 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 also like Japan is a densely populated. Yeah. I don't think of like green space to play golf at a place like in. You know what I mean? I, like it's, yeah, it's so yeah. dense. There's so many big cities. That's surprising. I've I've heard some people tell stories of playing golf in other countries, not like nice courses in other countries. I guess I had a buddy who like lived in South or not a buddy, but somebody I knew who lived in South America for a little bit. And there was one course in the whole like city. And it was just like a sand course, but what you like you they gave you a little placemat so you'd, you know, put your ball on this little thing of grass. It was fake grass. And then you just hit it and then land on the sand and you'd go and you put the thing down and you'd oh. go and hit it. And then the greens were like matted down dirt or something. So you could actually putt. But it wasn't like putting on real. That ways. is crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I thought when you meant like a sand course, like a desert course in Arizona where there's sand in the rough. Not no, you're playing yeah, in the sand, like on a beach. Yeah, you're like you're hitting off grass every time, but it's you're on a sand course. Yeah, you don't get much roll, I would imagine. Yeah, and also whenever you ask that question, I was trying to think what where are some because Ernie Els he was South Africa, right? Uh, is Jason Day Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to uh, try to guess based off those, man. Good. Gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Is Kevin Kisner is he American? Yes. Yeah, I had to do the Alabama or England game with him. What What do we got next on the text line? Well, the next texture has something interesting to tell us. Uh, They said Arizona first two calls. Arizona's first two calls should be Musselman and Sampson. Yeah, Sampson. That that would make sense. Especially, He's not going to leave Houston to go to Arizona. Why? Why would he? Arizona's a much better job. Houston's but, in the American Conference. You can, uh, this is how why we were – the impetus of our argument yesterday, the catalyst of it is, hey, you can be the best team on the West Coast. Also don't know if Sampson wants to – do any more rebuilding. Yeah, I could see Musselman going, but not Samson. I think Samson said that he's pretty comfortable at Houston. I so it won't he he won't go to Arizona. But I agree, if you're Arizona, if you're all these jobs, how are you not calling Musselman or Oates? They're both putting together some nice teams for next year in the SEC. It's going to be Yeah, they got another transfer yesterday. Alabama did. It was it Alabama or Arkansas? Alabama got the Miami Burnett kid? guy from Texas Tech. Arkansas got the Miami kid, Chris Likes. Yeah, yeah. So Who, both which nice you players. Famously, I'm a big Likes guy. Bet ag- I like Likes against Miami because Likes wasn't playing, and it was like actually the third week in a row he hadn't been playing. Well, and, and the other guy too, which what was his name? <laughs> I forget, Escapes but it, it was very funny though. Like, yeah, he's not playing tonight. Bet it was the road game at Boston fade, College. Fade and Miami, and guess, it was like, oh yeah, who won the bet? He hasn't been playing for a while. <laughs> It, it checked out. It's just the issue was that it had been the case for a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas had already adjusted. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you never know with old Vegas. Um, I got him. I got him good. You know what they say. If you don't have... Nope. Or... If you have three head coaches, you don't have one. Oh, man. That's tough, Justin. Uh, that's, I mean, that logic checks out. You've got three, not one. You don't have a head coach. That's concerning. We got three. Yeah, you don't have one, then. <laughs> we have three. <laughs> Kentucky truck sales, hauling loads. TJ, congrats the addition to your family. 
<laughs> having to take the extended route this morning. Drove by our old friends at uh, Kentucky Truck Sales. Good folk there. And uh, also was right next to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy there on Exit 4, Roush. Bobby Cook Golf Academy, if you want to get out Saturday, you get that itch like Justin did yesterday, you just got to scratch it at Bobby Cook. Yeah, and weather may be bad this weekend. Don't risk it. Go hit the simulators and go just get some practice with Bobby Cook. Let him check out your game. You don't have to go there necessarily and say, hey, I got to improve my driving. He he could simply just say, let me watch you swing and I'll pick out a few things that are wrong. That will help you on every shot, Roush. Not just driving, not just chipping, not just putting. Sometimes it's your stance. Sometimes it's how you're gripping the club. Some people maybe haven't learned or been taught some of this stuff since they were in second or third grade. It's good to have a professional remind you, where should your fingers be? How should you be coming in at the ball? Where should your shoulder be dipping down? These are things Bobby Cook can fix for you and he'll fix them quickly uh, he's done this before he knows the he knows how to how to get to people in these lessons he does an amazing job give him a call at 812-913-4415 or go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com it's right there off exit four in southern indiana mm-hmm. just about a 15 minute drive for me and Lyndon, as I always say so it's probably anywhere from 10 to 25 minutes for really anywhere in louisville it's an easy drive and you won't find better prices for lessons the texture says Gonzaga getting blown out saves them from the quote-unquote got tight narrative that folks like to use against Cal. Maybe if you wasn't so laid back, they would have kept it closer. <laughs> At the end of the day, media likes one coach and doesn't like the other. Yeah, and it's the ones that are sweet to them versus the ones that make their jobs more difficult. And journalists are generally pretty vindictive people. Uh, they play favorites. Big grudge and then, guys. And then they write articles and can't realize why people think they have biases. They like to think they call it like they see it, when in reality, they do. They call it as they see it, but that's not mm. very rarely how it's actually how it is. And then there's always the good old-fashioned just like take quakes. Like, I need some attention. Let me put something out there crazy. Like Jay Billis's top ten that is just getting crushed, and rightfully so. Suck at Jay Billis. Yeah, but the, the, the getting and the thing, yeah. Mark for you. Gonzaga's getting players that – 99% of other basketball programs aren't aren't getting. If Cal got crushed for losing with that much talent, Mark Few, oh, he'll be back. Yeah, the narratives are always funny. Yeah, yeah, they stay out there. They ain't going anywhere. Community is great, so is Superstore. I feel like I would. Wow, so several recommendations for a community, something I will strongly consider. Maybe. Ne- never heard of Superstore. I think, somebody had texted in, I think somebody had texted in about Superstore before. It's, um, man, I watched that, uh, the, the, the movie that's basically a Superstore type thing with Dane Cook recently, and my God, it's bad. Oh, with Jessica Simpson? Yeah. Employee of the Month? Oh, yes. it is bad. It's like a, it's a good bad, though, you know? Jessica Simpson does a great job in that the, movie. I, I prefer the Dane Cook movie where he's with Jessica Alba, though. Which one's that? Uh, good luck, Chuck. Yep, good luck, Chuck. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Great movie. I prefer that one as well. Jessica Alba too. Mm. Whew. I don't know if I've seen Good Luck, Chuck. Oh, make some time. Yeah, the it's it's a funny. I love rom coms too. So can't believe I haven't seen. It. I'm sure I've seen it some. It's it was whenever he would sleep with a woman, she would the next person she met, she would end up being the love of her life, and she would get married to him. So he was Good Luck, Chuck. So he. Was basically like had a stud fee, and then Jessica Alba comes around. He's like, "Oh no, I really want to, but she might meet somebody else if we do it." Yeah, it was very corny, but great. 
Good stuff. Oh, we had a hilarious joke for the Patreon. Wonder if there's any loopholes. <laughs> that wasn't even the joke. That may even be better. <laughs> the sequel's called The Loophole. <laughs> so dumb. It's Friday, folks. I just, oh, this job. Wait, this is a job? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Ann Arbor is nothing special. Neither is East Lansing. Never been there, and it's Wisconsin, but everyone seems to love Madison. Interesting. Yeah, people do seem to really love Madison. But here's the thing about Madison, though. Wisconsin, Wis- Wisconsinites? Wisconsiners? Wis- Wisconsinians. Wisconsin- Wisconsinians. Cheeseheads. They are as prideful about Wisconsin as Kentuckians are yeah, about Kentucky. Yeah, th- this is true. Like, Wisconsin, there's no bad part about Wisconsin for most folks. And they, they love that there's a bar everywhere. They love that it's cold and they just get drunk and they're drinkers and they just they love life up there. So, the, of course, people are going to always speak romantically about Madison just the way we speak romantically about parts of Kentucky that I bet most folks would just be like, what? Uh, what what's, what's the draw here? And either you get it or you don't. But I would think Ann Arbor would be nice, but I, I had another person reach out and be like, eh, Ann, Ann Arbor is nothing to write home about. So, hand up. I've never been. I just figured that would be a nice place. I was going to uh, whenever we made the trip to Ypsilanti this year, but that got canceled. Mm. I've always said that if I didn't go to Indiana and I had to go to another Big Ten school, I would have went to Wisconsin. Huh. Just seems like about a, Purdue? Just seems like a fun place. Oh, hell no. What's wrong with Purdue? Oh, that place is terrible. Have you ever spot. been there? That place I, is, I think West Lafayette gets a oh, better rap. Purdue is they're, oh, they're, it's terrible. Their campus, it. their campus buildings, and it reminds me of another place. And there's I, there's a correlation here. Their campus buildings are beautiful. They're new. They're like uniform for the most oh, part. Oh, this is Starkville. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Though. Yeah, the other place it reminds me of is Starkville. State's like actual school part. So nice, but we've talked about this before. But the theory is like, all right, the town's so bad that we've got to at least make these buildings <laughs> nice. Like at a minimum, we got to control these buildings and draw people in. Otherwise, we've got nothing going Ooh. for us. So I do think the places with maybe the nicest campus buildings are sometimes the places that have the worst campus cities. One thing that uh, I, I at Purdue this year during all the COVID stuff, they had an old dorm that they used specifically as. The quarantine dorm. So basically, if as a deterrent for getting COVID or contact tracing, all right, guys, you don't want to pay by the rules. Well, you're going to have to live in that place. Do you really want to live there? I don't think so. So stay the hell away from COVID and doing things you aren't supposed to. That's quite, great deterrent. Yeah, that is. That's that. Oh, like imagine just like if UK was like, all right, well. You get the COVID, you got to go to Kerman Tower. <laughs> Ooh, KSR post idea on a slow day. Rank like the the old, the, like the just the, the the UK dorms in their primes. Yes. Okay. From like you know when you till two thousand ten. Yes. Well, and then is I wouldn't even put those woodlands. What were the the ones that they put in? Oh, uh, uh, I'd put those in there. We can put those in there. Those were the best. It annoyed the hell out of me when they had bathrooms. Oh Jones. yeah. Like it was like, on. and I I knew people that were like, well, it's still only one bathroom we share with four people. It's like so. It's like we have five toilets and we share with a hundred people. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> it was Baldwin, some Ingles, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Go. I think there was one more. There was one more, but uh, the the old Hagen Hall stories were were also great. Yeah, I'm so happy I didn't have to live in that dump. Uh, the, some of the stories I heard in that place. 
just sound like night nightmares. I did like Donovan though. They had a gym there that you could go to. Wasn't Donovan the all girl one? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course you'd go. I to that bet one. you liked that yeah, one. I bet you liked that there. one. Yeah. What was the old gym? Alumni Hall gym. Now I think that one's like super fancy. Yeah, they nice. made it really nice. But yeah. that was like the low key. This is a nice one to go get a sweat in. I yeah, just we go play I played basketball uh, like a normal dodgeball. In there oh, nice. with the dodgeball team, and they hit the bejesus. Where out of this. I think like UK played some of their first basketball games. Yeah, pretty cool. Got, I got hit by a hundred mile an hour dodgeball. You did, dude. Yeah, one guy on their team, he would. Is that why your head's so deformed? He got, <laughs> he got, he's gotten clocked going that fast. I think he took it easy on us. But they would tape the tips of their fingers to get a better grip on it, mm-hmm. and they would hold it and spin it. I mean, the spin that they would put on these things was nasty. Knocked the hell out of you. Dodgeball, good time. Ah. Texture says, if we lost Brooks and added Kessler as a hypothetical, we'd kind of have a weird roster makeup of only guards and centers. Hopkins would be our only four. I know Kessler can stretch the floor, and Collins is better away from the basket than he's getting credit for. I hope we mostly play three guards next year. I'd be all right with that roster in this hypothetical because Collins can definitely spread the floor offensively. Defensively, you want to keep him more inside. Oscar is going to crowd the paint, so that's fine. But then if you had Collins... Oscar, and then Grady, Mintz, Hickman, Mystery Guard, that's fine. That That's enough spacing and enough shooting where you'd be all right. Uh, but that's the thing. That's why I like That's why I want Brooks to be back at Kentucky, ideally, is because he is a true stretch four by, like, every every imagination. The issue with Brooks is he's just not the most physical dude. He doesn't really get after it defensively and on the boards as much as you'd like. Doesn't, doesn't finish that great. But if you had Oscar, like, you, you know, that's going to make things a little bit mm-hmm. easzier. Uh, but it, it certainly does not seem like, good for Keon Brooks' future. There were this year, if Jackson wasn't in the game, if it was just Brooks and Saar, Brooks yeah. is the most physical person on the court, and, and you're asking a lot from him. It was bad, you know. It yeah. was not. It was not ideal. He needs. He will need to toughen up, whether it's in Bloomington or Lexington or wherever he decides to go. Whatever. Hopefully not Bloomington. That place is horrible. <laughs> Texture says Justin Mike Woodson is already making moves as a head coach. Maybe this hire wasn't as bad as everyone though. Though. Let's uh let's take it easy on that. He's he's doing the right things now, but will it translate to wins? Let's let's be. Patient. I used had guys do the right things before. Absolutely. I mean, hundred percent. You get Abraham Lincoln to stay in his boyhood home. Really, the best, the best one uh, was the one who was doing things the wrong way and just sending a bunch of texts. That's the only good coach you've had in twenty years. Yeah, but they've. I used had huge recruiting wins, big off season moves that are exciting. Justin's right. At the end of the day, you just need to, first off, for the love of God, be I'm, Purdue. I Secondly, refuse, just start start being a threat in the Big Ten again. I refuse to continue to get excited preseason. See, I, 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 think am, that's, I, I think you're allowed to get excited if you genuinely like the roster. But why? I'm, I'm let down every year. But if you like the roster, you should do it. If, you, if you're nervous about the roster, then that's perfectly understandable. Like Kentucky reaction. fans, we're kind of nervous about the roster I, and being snake bit. So I, I, I do understand the... Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me seventeen times, shame on the you. The roster, the roster isn't my issue. My issue for this upcoming season is the fear of the unknown and and how this coaching staff is actually going to play out and get them to well, play their brand of ball. Three coaches, though, three head coaches. That's right. I'm confident. I just don't know that I should get excited anymore because it's always just Dude, such a Justin, letdown. We need you to get excited because I. I so you can crush me? No, no. <laughs> I need you excited because like it. That's what we can crush you. Just be honest with them. Be honest with the kids. Well, but like, what if Indiana actually is good? And well, then I, we'll make fun of them for not being all in and call them bad fans. Come on, we got this map. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you all <laughs> you win. Know, it's a win-win. Yeah. It's just you know, I'm used to Trevor and just his like 
diluted yeah. takes where it's like Justin much more rational. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, not like, an irrational Malik fan. Williams better than Nick Richards. I need some crazy takes like that. Like Trace Jackson Davis better than Anthony Davis. So Justin is oh a good Come member on, of society because he can be convinced into like other things because he can hear things and be like, oh, that's a good point. Okay, yeah, that I didn't think of it that way. And then also he's just not a blind homer butt slapper. <laughs> Yeah, but we need some more, just a little bit of butts. Like, okay, Nick, crazy I'll, homer butts. I'll hit no. you with this, Nick. TJD better than Isaiah Jackson. Wait, wait what? Oh, there you go. Wait, what'd he say? Uh, Trace. Trace Jackson Davis better than Isaiah Jackson. Not if they both came back for another year of college basketball. There's a reason why one's going to be a top 20 oh, pick and one's coming suck back. It, Justin. Justin, come on, buddy. Nope. Suck it. Do you think NBA teams are just like, all right, Trace, just stay in college. <laughs> You're the best kept secret. Just, <laughs> we, just we wait. We don't want you. Trace will have a better NBA career. Oh, that's so dumb. Sorry. Uh, Isaiah well, Jackson's a freak. Go he's, mark he's it on the tape. I like, I like Trace Jackson Davis. Don't make me have to like say bad things about him. I won't say. He'll, he will have a good NBA Isaiah career. Jackson will have the more highlight-worthy career. No, Isaiah Jackson, he, there's no reason he can't do the same stuff Bam's doing, but even like with more bounce and more athleticism, he's going to be a freak. Let's go to a break. Break me off a piece of that commercial. We'll be back for more texts. That's it. Get you to the weekend. That's all. It's going to be great. I'm trying to think if I can make a rhyme. Couldn't. <laughs> Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Time, time to taste the fruits and let the juices drip down my chin. <laughs> I proclaim this the summer of joy. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Do me a favor and go on Instagram or Facebook and like Car Stuff KY and just check them out because then you're going to see all the car stuff and bike stuff they can do for your car or bike, whether it's car audio installation, remote starts, auto body supply, wheels and tires, bike detailing, repairs for your bikes, any bike part you may need, or audio for your bike. They will take care of you. Anything with your car, you're going to save some money at Car Stuff KY. They're at 5725 Bargetown Road or give them a call at 502-239-9554. We got a lot of text uh, to get to, Roush. I don't think we should waste too much time. Nope. And head on over to that text line. A texter says, TJ will literally do anything to get on the Kentucky Dad podcast with Big Blue Drew. Congrats, man. You know, the funny thing is, Big Blue Drew was always like, oh, you don't have to be a dad to be on. I'll get you on. We can talk about your dad. Or we can talk. You don't have to be a dad. Never got the invite. Never got the invite when I wasn't a dad. He is very strict. Mm-hmm. Very strict rules. To get the invite now. Haven't gotten it yet. Well, are you dead yet? I don't, don't have a, so. I don't yet have well, there's a little baby inside. Yeah, yeah. You're a dad. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. I expect everything I deserve this Father's Day. I cannot wait to see that hairline just as soon as the baby gets here. What's wrong with the what babies make hairlines go away? Yep. It has nothing to do with age or genetics. Nope. That's what happened with Nick. I know it was well before that. <laughs> no, Nick had an afro two years ago. <laughs> uh, another texture says Kentucky might not be in, in the top three of the most talented teams in the SEC next year. That's wild. Alabama is looking dangerous, while Tennessee and Arkansas will be loaded with talent too. How many of the Tennessee guys have left? Because Pons and, and uh, Fulky were seniors, correct? 
correct? Yes. Folky definitely was. I think Pons yes. was as well. Uh, are Springer and Johnson coming back? Johnson left. I don't know about Springer. What were you talking about? Tennessee being loaded with talent? Well, I, I I responded back with that person. I was like, what makes you so worried about Tennessee for those same reasons? Because Tennessee said. was much more loaded this year. They I mean, responded back later. But Alabama and Arkansas, they will certainly be tough. Mississippi State should be a little bit better. I think they're going to add DJ Jeffries, a former UK commit at one point. Mississippi State will be solid. Uh, Vanderbilt will be better, but they still won't be a threat. Going through the SEC. Missouri, I don't know. A&M, they were horrible, so they can't be any worse, but it takes a mere uh, – old Buzz hasn't really been able to get it going down there yet, which I I think we all thought he would. Maybe this is the year. You're not even hearing them in on transfers, which is weird. That's Yeah, that is weird. You think – like, Texas A&M could have a – they could do what Alabama does in basketball. When you have that much money, basketball ain't a hard sport to be good at if you make the right investments and you have the money flowing in. So, like, the fact Texas A&M, that's fine with me. You should stay down. Don't need them doing anything crazy. Nope. TJ, was this baby planned or surprised? Do you remember the ignite, the exact night this journey began? Who said it was the night? Morning. Hearing ta- delight, great he- song. Hearing talking heads across the board talking about Billis's top ten and acting like Patino over Cal is a no-brainer for their own list. The last ten years and head-to-head not mean anything. Cal dominated him when he got to equal footing with resources. Hashtag just saying. Uh, there's no doubt that Cal is a better coach than Rick Patino. Just no doubt. Look at what one at Kentucky and one at Louisville. And you can even really look at their times at Kentucky and say, well, they were pretty similar. Yeah, I think you would also say that Patino had a little bit more to overcome when he got to UK. But Sure. You're splitting hairs with a lot of this stuff, and then it comes down to head to head. It's not like the program was in tip-top shape when Cal took well, over. Well, and, and the reason why, too, you for as much as you prop up Rick for he won titles at UK and UofL, well, one got taken down because he was cheating his brains off. And he had, like, you have to also knock him for all of the stuff that was happening at UofL under his watch. And Whether he knew it or whatever, I mean, like, this may be whether a he take. just trusted somebody too much, like, come on. This may be a hot take. I, I, Rick Pitino should be in the top ten as well. I mean, it's ridiculous not to have either one of those guys in there. Yeah. But, but whatever. Um, the also thing to remember is Rick Pitino's Kentucky was easier to be dominant than John Calipari's Kentucky. Now, that may change with this transfer. We'll have to see. But Cal, like the, this is Cal's own doing to a certain extent, but you have to do it. And, and Rick Pitino tried to do it at UofL with not much success. You got to go get the best of the best, but the best of the best ain't staying three years anymore. You're not getting them two years anymore. Rick Patino is a lot better at being able to build rosters than Cal was, and I think that made his job easier. But I know that's probably a hot take, and a lot of people disagree with it. So I'd like to hear your thoughts if you disagree with it. Uh, but Cal's a better coach than Patino. Much better. And head to head should absolutely matter. <laughs> yeah. When Patino won, what, one? Was it one? Or two? Two. Nine and two? Two if you count the 13 game, which that's fine. Certainly not worried, but they should be solid with – or talking about Tennessee. Certainly not worried, but they should be solid with Kennedy Chandler. Oh, I do like Kennedy Chandler. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. He's good. Justin Powell, among other recruits and transfers and returnees. Well, it seems like the Rick Barnes special. If he's got expectations, he stinks. And if expectations <laughs> are low, he generally does really well. That is so, that is so true. Probably be a good team for which him. Which I think the one exception, Grant Williams' senior year – 
they yeah. they were in Sweet Sixteen, right? They lost year. to Purdue in that crazy game at the Yum Center. Yeah, that was yeah. the one year they kind of had expectations, and they mm-hmm. actually were solid. Yeah. But still, it was a six Sweet Sixteen, which is also kind of the Rick Barnes special. But man, Purdue and the Yum Center, those two games. Justin, that had to tick you off. Those ga- those games were awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, who'd Virginia beat? Was it Miami? That game maybe wasn't as good. Yeah, but the others. But hmm. Purdue, Tennessee, and then Virginia, Purdue. Yeah. That was as good as a tournament game. I mean, that's right up there with uh, that UCLA Gonzaga game. The only issue was UCLA Gonzaga was at the at the Final Four. Yeah, and Carson Edwards, he was one of those that played. Uh, he played on Cal's team that was in Egypt. So I watched some of those games for the site and fun player PJ Washington play and I just the entire time Cam Reddish got a lot of hype then because of his ranking and whatnot. But the whole time I was thinking, man, Carson Edwards is he's the best guy on their team right now, you know? Yeah, he was Pretty really good. good. That Virginia run the game that's just unreal some of the luck they had. And Jesus. that's what it was. It was just luck. Like the tip out and then the foul call against Auburn in the final fours time expired. That they just got three free throws for the win. People forget that. They beat Auburn just on free throws to win. Ty Jerome. Uh who was the white guy? No, Kyle, Kyle guy. guy. Yeah, I think it was Kyle Guy. Wrong white guy. <laughs> Which white guy is it at Virginia? Explain it to me like I'm five. Why does ESPN show freaking first take and get up over the Masters? Why isn't this entire thing it's, in it's, TV? Uh, it's the Masters. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, but it's essentially sucks. they think that exclusivity is good for their brand. It's why you can't buy Masters gear anywhere except Augusta National. Um, so they restrict coverage on networks until, I guess, golf prom time. Yeah. We don't, even on Sunday, they don't even start coverage till 2 p.m. It's ridiculous. It is so dumb. Get your wish, Justin. Race is back. Who needs Keon Brooks? LOL, but should would be nice. Sure would be nice to get him as well. Wishful thinking on my part, though. I think sure, not should, LOL. Horrible, horrible text. I mean, goodness gracious. <laughs> Does nobody just, proofread it, anymore? It's, no, it's just the, this one Indiana fan right, here's who just doesn't believe Here, Here's just what we're going to do. No, it, if, if, it's, if, it's horribly, if it's horribly written like that, we're just not reading it. Like, you know, a word, two words, that's fine. But we have standards on this show. Race is back. That's what, that's what the point of it was. Which is good. Good stuff. Franklin going to Virginia. Does Hoosier Dingus still think Mark Woodson... <laughs> Chad Mata and Dan Fife are still doing everything perfect. Suck it, Hoosiers. Let them have their excitement. Justin hits it on the head. Like, at like the end of the day, you just either need to win games or not win games. we got to exclusively call him Dan Fife from now on. Right? Dan, yeah. 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 TJ, care to, con- or care to give your thoughts on the Masters not being fully on television, yet they have full 8K Zoom camera footage for penalties. One would think it'd be real simple to throw that camera on TV. Jesus Christ. Somebody was like, "You can get it on the app." It's there. There is a. There are times where you can't watch any golf. Now they are fewer and further between, and that's nice. And sometimes it is just eight to eight forty-five, and that's fine too. But what are you doing, people? Just have every shot on. It should be literally just an all-day thing. Yeah, makes no sense. Ooh, I like what this texture says. Should Arizona hire Rick Pitino? Yeah, absolutely. It's a hundred percent. Anybody with an opening should hire Rick Pitino, Nate Oates. The wrong coaches 
are getting hired. Rick Patino's happy where he's at. He wants to retire at a small Catholic school. You know what? Leave him alone. That's a good point. He would love Arizona. The golf, the weather. Oh man, it's not a small, not a small Catholic school. Not a small Catholic school. He would fit in with all the boomers there. Oh yeah. Gosh, that's his community. Just a bunch of rich old white folks. Sometimes I wake up, call into the hassle-free streaming line, and think, suck it, Roush. And you can do that, too, by the way, yeah. here on Big X Sports Radio. 563-999-3250 is the number that I use. Yeah, I use 515-605-5382. That's the number I use. Mm. But there's many different numbers. Yep. And uh, suck it, Roush. I think the texter said it perfectly. Grippo's barbecue chips are, you know the words. <laughs> <laughs> The Plumley brother. Uh, Don't encourage him. Diesel. Diesel cannon fire. I haven't had a Grippo chip in a while. I haven't either. They have are you, good. Have you had the um, the like pretzel chips with the seasoning on it? That stuff's pretty good, too. The salt. Are you the, thinking of salt on pretzels? No. Yes. The, the <laughs> kind I have is uh, buffalo style. Like buffalo the, style like the pretzels? Like the Snyders of Hanover. Mm. The little pieces? These are very no. These are very thin pretzels. Snyder, that's used to Snyder's scoop of Hanover things. sound like a World War II battle, <laughs> but they're just pretzels. <laughs> but no, the the thin pretzel crisp crisps. You, oh yeah, yeah you get they them, come in a big bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. got you. The buffalo kind are very yeah, good. Also, true. the uh, the every seed ones are awesome. Yeah, yeah. A good text into the show. Strange thing to laugh about Marvin Stone passing away. There, Roush, get it together. I didn't know you thought it was so funny. Texter says, can you ask Douglas when the seriously sexy Stormtroopers <laughs> will return to Louisville? Man, that was we a We need wild, to get shows back. That was yeah. a wild event, We man. need to get peep shows back. It <laughs> was a wild event. You, you went to it. Yeah, it was, it was a hilarious time. John here, happy TJ. Wasn't Keith there or something? Didn't you meet up with somebody? Uh, no, I brought a bunch of friends. Oh, we had a blast. John here, happy TJ. TGIF to all. You know what, guys? I can't wait until Jackson announces he's coming back. All I'm going to say is BBN is not sorry for that, Mr. Jackson. is for real. BBN always meant to make the college basketball nation cry. We will not apologize a trillion times because Mr. Jackson is for real. <laughs> hey, guys, I got to carry my college. Gonfalon? Gonfalon? What's, what's a gonfalon? Not sure. Roush, you're Mr. Nah, Valedictorian. Cool. Yeah. Out for graduation is that coming up in May. Do you have any advice? Is that like the it's thing like that you the hold big, that says the big college? Flag, yeah. 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 I never knew what that word was. Gonfalon. Banner or pinnacle? Oh, that's pretty cool, John. John, you got to do a spin. You got to do a spin with the thing. Finger the, guns. The Michael too, Scott afterwards. twirl. Yeah. You need to at least do that, and that's con- that's that's great, John. Congrats, buddy. We're all very happy. For you, and you get to carry the gonfalon. And you taught us a new word today. And Isaiah Jackson, come on, John, he's not coming back. And I'm sorry, you know. So if Jackson doesn't come back, who does that leave? Brooks and Mintz is like the two mm-hmm. that we're not sure about. And Brooks we're not feeling good about. And then, to be honest with you, don't feel great about Mintz. Feel like we would have heard something by now. If you're, if you're weighing whether or not you want to do college or come back. You probably know. You probably know. I mean, like to me, that says I'm just waiting to see if maybe I get an itch to like be like, you know what, I can do another year of this, and then once I get that itch, I'll I'll say that I'm coming back. But if it's been this long, the season's been over now for a month. Ain't that it's gonna suck if Davion Mintz doesn't come back, and I don't think he's going to. That's gonna suck. 
37, 38% three-point shooter. Dude, that would have been 23. You would have had him and Grady. And can we get somebody that's maybe a better basketball player than Mintz? Maybe. maybe Pro- but, but he probably a- could. But he was a proven 38% three-point shooter in Cal's offense, and he was a likable dude. And I get it if you don't want to do college. This won't be on Cal. This won't be on UK. This won't be on you got to get away. He's not even supposed to have this year to begin with. You know? Right, right, like it's, yeah. it's a pandemic. It's a gift year. He's actually considering it. But I think he's going to go, Roush, and it's going to suck. It's going to really bug me. Yeah. Time will tell. You could really use it. Hopefully. Maybe we they get somebody else. Hope, though. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you get Zegarowski and Carr, what if you had Zegarowski, Carr, Grady? Ooh, replace one former Creightoner with another former Creightoner. Just every year we get yeah. Creighton's. We get to take somebody from Creighton. I would say Creighton's best, but I don't know if Mintz. Mintz would have been a nice piece on that Creighton team, too. They were mm-hmm. already really good offensively. Ah. All right. Anyways. Good point, Roush. But wifey diamond earrings from Genesis for a push present. Welcome to the bleeping show, Terry. Only issue is my wife doesn't like really love jewelry. So mine doesn't either. I'd love if she did because it's such an easy get. Like, just go get jewelry. I got, it's expensive enough. You thought about it, blah, blah, blah. I got my wife a necklace uh, for Mother's Day with like the, the birthstone in it. So go get a. I'll do that. Good if, point. If you, if you get an October birthstone, though, and baby comes September, though, that's when you're in trouble. <laughs> that happened to my sister. Yeah. Uh. Due date was like March first, and it came like February twenty sixth or something. Yeah, yeah. Them is too close. You're you're October second, right? It's gonna be tough. Seventh, seventh. Okay, I should be all right. Okay. Uh, what's the? I think October is that like like the light blue or something like that. I should know this. I'm an October baby. What's your birthstone, buddy? That's a great question. Oh, it's pink. It's rose. Oh, it's good for a baby. Yeah, maybe get some rose gold too. Rose gold. September is the sapphire. Uh-huh. And then March is aquamarine, which is so dumb. March needs to be emerald. May needs to <laughs> be aquamarine. Have, didn't we We've have this? this. <laughs> we have done this. All right, October's pink. Good to know. Tor- tourmaline. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Let's see if I can confirm. Nope, just says pink on my thing. But uh, we'll <laughs> go with work. you, Justin. Cade Cunningham's brother out at Oklahoma State makes you wonder why he was hired there. He got fired? No way. Or is he leaving? I got to look this up. Read the next text. So, Roush laughs at deaths and is xenophobic. Hashtag canceled. <laughs> well, if I was going to go down, going down swinging. Number two country rep represented in the Masters is England, and that's why England can suck it. Yeah, but I the, and I couldn't find that stat for the other thing. But um, in the Masters, yeah, I guess that's probably right. Also, I can't find anything on Oklahoma State's coach, but that's just two on the fly, so I'm going to just leave it. Uh, but I'll look it up later. That's... Interesting. Wait, hold up. TJ, you really think Cal's a better coach than Rick? Yes. If you sat Rick and Cal down with a clipboard and marker, Rick Patino would draw circles around Cal. But That's not what makes you a good coach. And, and first off, how, when, when did that ever happen? When did that literally ever happen where Rick Patino just coached circles around Cal where Cal didn't know what to do? And here's what everybody's going to say. Well, Cal always had better players. Oh, I'm sorry if you're such a good coach. Shouldn't you, at some point, coach circles around somebody even if you don't have the better players? And then everybody sit down and hold on to your butts here. Isn't part of coaching getting good players? Isn't that part of the job? So if the, if you sat down with the clipboard, he'd coach circles around him. Then when? How many? When, uh, when in the last 10 years did that happen? And wasn't the last win, too, that Cal had over Patino? Didn't it come down to a late-game situation and, and, and Patino's team kind of fell apart? 2017, when he flipped him off going out of rep? <laughs> 27. So, I'm pretty yeah. Sure, or, so, the 2017 season, it would have been 16. No, 16 17, they actually beat 
Kentucky oh, that's, in, that was at in the Yom. And then, tw- so when did he, f- so he flipped him off in the 2015-16 season. Yes, yes. With where Briscoe got, yeah. got hurt in the warm-ups. That was what it was. So he actually went out with a win over Cal. Wow. Because then he left, and then Kentucky beat U of L by schedule. Iona got to end that losing streak, and that that was that was pretty great. But yeah, if you coach the circles around him, let me finish the text here. Uh, Cal is 100 percent not a better in game coach than Rick. I didn't say in game coach; I said coach. Any analyst coach would agree. No, they wouldn't. Your take isn't surprising, though. I know you idolize Cal. Yeah, and you're just the normal same old hater that you have no evidence to support how Rick Pitino coaches circles around Cal because, gosh, that record was so ugly the last 10 years. That was just weird that a better coach would have that happen to him. And part of coaching, again, is bringing in talent. How did, how did in the world, did Kentucky beat that 2014 L team? Defending national champs? Yeah. Every uh, Kentucky was just this lowly eight seed. Just an eight seed. Weird. And U of L was up what six in the under four. You think old Rick would be able to coach him up? Better coach, right? You would think. He found a way. Such a like the Cal haters like this dingus that text in. I, 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 I it's got to be a tough existence being a Kentucky fan, hating your Hall of Fame head coach. Man, probably, man. probably. And I'm just gonna guess here. May have something to even do with politics. I'm gonna guess. Could be wrong about that. What's Rick Everything politics? does. Rick Pitino's politics are different than Cal's. Rich people politics. Indiana, yeah, Cal's broke. <laughs> Speaking of bad text into the show, this In- next one is. Indiana B-ball play Iguana. Justin Pett, he liked poopy skydive. What? I, I mean. That, that was probably my what? brother if I had to guess. <laughs> Sounds like my brother's humor. Yeah. Jo- Johnny. It was just, your brother, yes. Goodness Was gracious. it really? It was, yeah. <laughs> Just, That's a good call. Yep, I know my brother's humor. <laughs> Terrible. Does Cal make the NCAA tournament with this year's Iona's team? <laughs> <laughs> Brooks IU would not be a shocker. Michigan State started recruiting Brooks when he was in the eighth grade, and I guess who his lead recruiter was? Dane Fife. I was actually surprised he chose UK over Michigan State. Good day. <laughs> it was I remember when like you UK really surged late for Brooks and it was a little surprise because other places had worked harder and then there was the you know the in the in-state connection and that stuff but you know Texas right Michigan State seemed like that they were going to be a major player good connection with Dan Fife there mm-hmm. that, that'll sink if Kentucky loses mints and that's where I'm leaning and then if they lose Brooks and that's where I'm leaning you I makes me a little bit more nervous. I still think they'll bring in players that will get us excited, but I really wanted Mintz back. DJ, for what it's worth, uh, Texer texted in a picture from Oklahoma State 24-7 with that Cannon Cunningham news. Oh, okay. Cool. Let me so see. There you go. Let's see here. Just says assistant <laughs> coach Cannon ways. Cunningham and OK State are parting ways according to multiple reports. Uh, mm. uh, worked, worked out for Oklahoma State. It did. Maybe worked out for the brother. Maybe worked out for everybody. Yep. Yeah. Uh, last text into the show, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Roush, you get bored this weekend. Just read the obituaries. Plenty of dead people in there. Should provide good laughter all day for you. Mm. <laughs> Just imagine Roush at the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. These weren't the last texts. Oh, there's one more. Oh, this there. one is a long gosh, one. We're going to be here until yeah. 930. Harry Potter novel. Boy. 
Mm-hmm. My buddies and I from high school get together once a year to compete in 10 random agreed-upon events, the modern-day decathlon, for a trophy that is purely about shaming the other people. One of the events last year was a blind beer taste with nine of the cheapest beers we could find and one craft beer. Only one of the five of us correctly identified the craft <laughs> beer, and the winning score was two out of ten correct wow. answers. Wow. Three of us got two after this experiment. I'm pretty convinced that almost all cheap beer tastes the same, and I'll never turn down cheap beer based on the brand. That sounds like an awesome event, by the way. <laughs> Super jealous of that. Yeah. It sounds like a real hoot. It really does. And then shocking on the taste test when Justin's like, oh, but I, I feel like I could do Coors, Miller, and Bud. I promise I could. There's no there's no like me being too. overconfident. This is a fact. If, but I bet if you threw in seven more, you could get confused. Yeah. We I can see that. Especially with like we steel reserve. Do. You don't know what steel reserve tastes like. I love that they do tin that you just end up getting drunk on the taste test. <laughs> Should be the first event, buddy. And then Ooh. just the rest of the day, you go from there. You remember good old beer Olympics? Those were fun. Oh, Never yeah. finished a beer Olympics. Oh. Always ended in just debauchery after an hour. We always well, did. Let's play some Dizzy Bat. And then boom, uh, the, day's, the day is done. Always would be fights. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, well, we'll save it for another day. Uh, we don't have the time. Let's just end the show. Anything in this weekend that we need to talk about? Go Racing Lou. Woo-hoo. And the Masters. And the Masters. Boom, 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 and then boom, be on the lookout for some some UK news. Should be some good football recruiting news, hopefully, maybe. Potentially. Yeah. You'll get people on campus. If or maybe else. Gavin Wimsett will just say, are you ready? With He should have he just done it, are you? Not even spelled it out. Are you yeah. ready? And then you've been like, oh, I wonder where he's going. Or he says, good night, Kentucky, but it's with a K. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does just troll the hell out of UK. Calls into KSR. Oh, that'd be You're, hilarious. God, that would be. What would your ex-boss do? Be like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I would respect. Well, I would. Like, if he's funny, res- that, I would respect. That would be pretty good. Wandale kind of did it when he did the high school ceremony. Well, but he at least picked Kentucky. Two weeks later. Yeah. Just... <laughs> hey, but he's back in Lexington, baby, and never Woo! say never with Better Gavin Wimsett. That's the thing about burning bridges. You should never do it to begin with, no. but definitely not with this transfer portal. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Roll X Sports Radio. Go. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Hoosier Dingus. <laughs>